You know what? We'll fucking fake it because you're you're a teammate. Well, that's what and I mean. And as a teammate, you got to step up and do shit you don't want to do and fucking act accordingly. back welcome back to give it to me straight i'm alex and i'm john and we are your hosts of this fantastic podcast Ooh. i want to switch it up a little bit yeah I, did I, I throw you for a loop yeah there? you did you <laughs> caught me off guard i was like what do i say <laughs> first off cheers cheers. Me. cheers me wow this is our not s- over the second pod where we have a cocktail instead of coffee that was dangerous right it over was. the soundboard ah yeah baby refreshing second podcast at night i know i i still am not a fan i know but we gotta do what we gotta do you know you gotta do what you gotta we do. gotta give the people what they want yeah so i feel like we should be recording in the morning so that like we're more on our game a game but maybe you can't really tell and maybe like maybe we think that we're not as talkative at night but like we're more talkative i don't know i don't know either but here we are looking in each other's eyes Wondering what the fuck we're going to talk about today. (laughs) Just kidding. We know what we're talking about. I know exactly what we're talking about. Well, before we jump in, John, um, what is your high? My high, my high and my low kind of coincide with one another. So I'm just going to say both. Okay. My low is I'm turning 34 soon and I'm really sad about that. I'm just getting old. I'm, I'm going to have a midlife fucking but like, crisis. At least you are like aging very well. You age like a fine wine. Thank you. I appreciate that compliment. Mm. But inside is like an 80 year old man. You mean like I'm mentally creaking, or your, your cracking, actual like body? My knees, my back. I need Advil every day. I was a little bit concerned when I saw you at the gym today. You, We were doing some lunges and you were bending your back in some certain ways like you were hurt. I was just not, well, I was not feeling the gym You're today. like, I was hurt. And whatever that lunge was, I'm like, my knee is popping in and out. I'm like, I don't think this is the best thing for me. Old man Rivers can't hang in the gym anymore. <laughs> Get off my porch. <laughs> but my high is also that my birthday is coming up because I'm going to have a decent group of guys coming to hang out. I didn't there's think I had a, that many friends. There's a lot of um, May birthdays. It's going to be May. It's going to be May. So it should be fun. Yeah. Go downtown, you know. Yeah, that'll be a good Drink. time. That's pretty much what we're going to do. I was like, what we should. What day is your birthday? You know, I did say to my group of friends, I'm like, hey, maybe we should do something else besides just drink. I was suggesting like going on to the rocks or whatever. It's on the James yeah, River. Yeah, why don't you guys go like on a hike as or go. As soon as I mentioned that, everyone's like, who the fuck are you? I'm Everyone's like, just shitting on you. Oh, yeah. I was like, never mind. <laughs> I guess we'll just start early. <laughs> Though I have to say, day drinking is the best time to drink well as long as you keep it to day drinking like you have to cut Cut it off off, the issue is when you keep going and it's just a domino effect and like you just don't stop and then you end up drinking into the night and then you end up crying and throwing up on yourself i don't know who that who are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) who who be that yeah so just like set a limit and stick to it i agree also if you drink during the day then you're not hung over the next yeah, day yeah that's the best you know, part you can still get a good night of sleep well then you're like home go to bed early you can I'm hydrate just a functional drinker is yeah what i'm trying to say well, anyways what's your high what's your love oh so you just went through both of yours i just pumped um, through them yep my high is finally being able to see my niece baby Liv. That's I haven't right. seen her since December. I didn't even get to see her when I was in New York to pick the car up. Oh, yeah. And she is just a little mush. A little I get. Cutie patootie. I don't get enough photo updates 
of her though. Like I try to troll my sister-in-law and my brother to just send me a photo dump of her every day and they don't deliver. Hey, so you're, I'm out disappointed. Of, you're out of state, out of sight, out of mind, girl. I truly am forgotten about. <laughs> I, that's why maybe I do this podcast Ooh, so that I can do a podcast on being the middle child and how just I'm neglected. <laughs> neglected. Yeah. We could have Chris on. We feel the same way. But so that's my high is just like finally being able to see my niece. Yeah, that'd um, be nice. And you know, the rest of my family is important too, but like, I want to, I want to be able to be the favorite aunt. And it's kind of hard to do that when you're far away. We just got to shower her with gifts. Yeah, that's true. I'm just going to just like throw money at her. <laughs> you don't need any toys, Olivia. I'm buying your love. Kids like cardboard boxes. Just get her a cardboard box. It does. I remember half the time getting toys and then I ended up just playing with the cardboard box. True. That, that works. But let's see. My low is that, John, you're part of my low. Uh-oh. Yeah, so uh, buckle in. For part of my birthday present, one of my friends sent me a dog DNA testing kit. Oh, my God. And John, as we're swabbing Kobe, you know, to get in there and get his saliva so we can um, send it and put it in the test tube, John dumps all of the solution that is in the test tube on the floor. You know what I'm going to say. You know exactly I what I'm going to say. I didn't know that there was anything in it. You go, hold the vial. You well, didn't say there was anything why in would, it. Why else would I have told you to hold it? Like, I could have held it myself. Because you had to swab in one hand, and you were trying to open Kobe's mouth with the other hand. But I could have so just put it on the floor. You couldn't even do that. So but I, I had to grab Kobe's mouth. I could have just put mouth. it on the floor. I could have put it on the floor. Again, I can't read else. your mind. No one can read anyone else's mind. I think that's such a but like female I handed trait. it to you, uh, and I like, how did you not see that there was nothing in it? I'm, I'm, it was blue liquid. I'm gonna die on this hill. I think all women, for some reason, think that men can just read your mind. And why like, are you like? What about men? Men do the same that's thing. What I was you no, just assume. I don't believe that. You just assume that. shit. I'm gonna die on this hill. I'm sure I'm gonna get so much flack for it. That's such a female trait. Like I have to automatically know what you're thinking. That's such bullshit, though. That it's just a female trait. You assume shit all the time. You're like, I know I did that or this or blah blah blah. <laughs> I bet you it's more of a female trait than a male trait. I'm sure there's men that do that too, but I bet you there's more women with that trait. Now I need to. I need to know that. I'm gonna find it. Look it up, fact man. I will. I will look it up. Not right now. I can't do this and so look stuff up at the just same like, time. Just like say you're sorry. I don't want to apologize yet because I feel like I'm right. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna figure it out. But like you, regardless if you knew or not, you still made a mistake. You oh, still fucked up. Oh, you're talking about the vial. Yeah. I thought you were like apologize for saying that women. Oh, no. Because I feel like I'm I like right. wanted to mail that out. And like I wanted to know what Kobe was. Oh. And now we won't know. I don't feel like I need to apologize now for Now we don't know what our son <laughs> don't is. Don't do that. That makes we me sad. We don't know what our son <laughs> is. What is he? He's going to have an identity crisis. I can tell you what he is. He's half wiener dog, half German shepherd. What the fuck? <laughs> You're just making up lies. Wait, wait. Alex can't say this. What, what kind of dog is he? You can't say it either, you fuck. <laughs> it's a dash well, hound. It's a dash hound. That's what I think it is. But apparently it's a dachshund. Oh, God. We were both wrong. No, yeah. that's It's spelled dash hound, but it's pronounced dachshund, which doesn't make any sense Your to me. Your vet friend's going to be very upset that you didn't know that. I did know that. No, I learned it a few years later. Like I learned it way too late in life. But anyways, 
Okay, Al, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about the importance of having a supportive partner. Do I support you, John? Do you support, do I support you as well as uh, my bras support my boobies? High and tight, baby. No, well, I was just <laughs> going to say, if anything, it's little support because I have the smallest boobs in the world, so I don't need much support, which is like us. I'm so independent. I don't need much support. Right, but right. <laughs> No, I mean, it's that's such an easy response for, for us. We definitely both 100% support each other, but it's because we have to. It's for us to survive. We well, have to support each other. Well, in any relationship, you need, like, not that you need someone. But I mean, like, our livelihood is based off of oh, like what we do. each other. That's of true. Other, like, yeah. if you, when people say, oh, like, I don't need him. He's an addition to my life. Like, you know, it makes it better. Great. Like, I agree. I'm, like, with that. But, like, if John died, I would have to hire someone else to help me with my weddings. And, like, th- like I, I can't afford. You have afford- to hire someone that looks just like me for them to pretend that they're your husband for TikToks and social I media. I can't afford to lose you. And you can't afford to lose me I either. Know. It's just, like, too legally and physically binding. God, can we, like, knock on wood for this, please? Is this real wood? If you don't have a supportive partner in, in your relationship, it can make your life really difficult or just miserable, I think. Yeah, I feel like that would just make your days longer and just like <laughs> you're just going to be emotionally taxed all the time. No, like I agree with what you're saying. Like I, I think having a supportive partner is everything. So what are some traits of unsupported partners then? I mean, I feel like we both can attest to being in relationships where maybe we had partners who weren't supportive. But one thing that comes to mind is when shit hits the fan, if they're there or not. Like if something is going on in your life or there's, you know, maybe your car breaks down or a family member passes away. Is this person there to support you and, you know, help pick up the pieces or are they they kind of comforting all that? Yeah. Yeah. Or are they just like letting you figure it out on your own? And like, not to say that you can't figure it out on your own, but there's definitely something to say for a party who is there and a shoulder to lean on for you. Yeah. I mean, you're fine empowering yourself and like, you don't need anyone, but it's nice to have that other support. Right. Like, yeah. I think it's just human nature to not rely on other people, but to like lean on others. You know, lean that's why like me. when you're not strong, but like that's why we crave relationships, it's not saying you're weak friendships. Or yeah. It's, it's not saying you're weak or anything, but yeah. Everyone would like to have someone else there, just a supportive figure in your life. Right. Especially if it's your partner, like you can, you can gain support from your family and your friends. But if, if it's someone that you are romantic with living with dating, whatever that looks like, um, you want that from them. Like you want them to be supportive. Yeah. That's, that's something you need to have earn your fucking keep. Especially when shit hits the fan. I mean, if they're not around when shit goes south or like when, you know, things aren't great in your life. I think that's a, a big red flag. In good times and in bad times. What's that marriage? It's like in every marriage quote. You mean in people's vows, in yeah. sickness and in health, in good times <laughs> that and in one. bad? Yeah. Oh my God, John. <laughs> we film weddings every weekend and you don't know that that's part of people's vows. I, Alex, take you, John, to be my husband. <laughs> that to have love, and to hold. love is kind. Okay. No, that's a Bible verse, but moving on. (laughs) So what, like, what are some other key elements or factors that you see of like someone who's maybe not supportive? One I found interesting was they're dismissive. Oh, like being dismissive. So pretty much just kind of brushing over what's important to you. Like if you just want to vent to me about something and I'm kind of like, whatever, like just not really taking into consideration, like your feelings or me not thinking it's a big deal. Like whatever you're going through is just not important. Right. Like they're not good listeners or like they're not really engaged in the conversation with you or care. Like they're really not a good teammate is what you're saying. And you're pretty much just left to your own thoughts. I can feel myself though. Like if I'm exhausted or if I'm like doing work, I feel myself 
sometimes being dismissive to you, but I recognize that. And I'm just like, Alex, like pay attention to your fucking husband. <laughs> like, do you ever do listen that? to me? Yeah. Like, do you ever feel that way though? Like where sometimes you're like, not really, like if you're playing Call of Duty or, or no, something, I, if it's, I t it's kind of like, I think, you know, when it's something important or priority, if I'm just right. like rambling on about something it's whatever, I don't yeah. give a fuck. But like, if I'm upset about something, you pick up on that. Yeah. And I think that's what it is too. Like checking in with, your person and making sure that they're okay. Like if they are going through something and like reading. Um, so following up was a big one too. Mm -hmm. If you're unsupportive, you don't follow up. Like if you had a job interview and like, I knew it was done at 1 PM and I never like texted you or called you like, Hey, how'd it go? Whatever. Like right. being involved in your partner's life or well, like, like in their being, like events in their life, being considerate. It's really just taking into consideration, like what that other person has going on. But I think also recognizing like, what are you doing for your partner that makes you supportive, you know, cause not just like around the house, but like emotionally as well. Like how are you emotionally supportive to your partner? So pretty much this all goes back to self-awareness and yeah. like, unless you're just a shit bag and don't right. care about anything. But a lot of people, I think, just need to take a step back and do a little self-reflecting on like yourself. Yeah. Because you could probably catch yourself in like you're, you're dating someone for a long time, or you're married for a long time, and these things kind of slowly slip. Well, and I think it's what you just said, though. It's a matter of self-awareness because I don't think that anyone goes out of their way to be unsupportive. You know, like I don't think people right. are like, yeah. let me make it a point to, you know, be a piece of shit and not. Let me stir the pot a little bit because <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking bored. Right. Or, you know, like if this is someone that you love, but I think um, a lot of people just aren't self-aware. But if, if it's something that there are not if it's something that they are not changing and this is a repetitive pattern over time, like that's a, that's going to be a bigger issue. Yeah. Like looking at the good at people, I feel like no one is purposely doing this. It's like you said, I think you well, just kind of, it just takes a backseat because you have so much other shit going on in right, your life. Yeah. I'm sure like you care about your partner, but you just are like thinking about something else. But it's like know. any issue in your relationship. If it's a pattern that is constantly happening, even after you've communicated about it, that's like when you need to take action. I think it's easy to just write things off and say like, they got this going on, blah, blah, blah. But like, no, if they are, uh, if they're consistently not a supportive partner, maybe it's time to walk away. Another one, <laughs> this is going to relate to you. No, not really. Why? But I started cracking up to go. They talk over you. Oh, yeah. That's 100% me. Yeah, but everyone talks over everyone like if they're excited about something or whatever. But if I'm upset and I'm venting to you and you just start talking over me, I'm not saying you do, but like as an example, you're just like brushing off. I think that goes back to being dismissive yeah. and just like not really acknowledging the issues that someone else is dealing with or X, Y, Z, you Could know, you like one upping to like, oh, you're upset about that. Well, look what happened to right. me. Right. Oh, my God. And those are like the worst people to be around in general is a one upper. Oh, you work six hours? Well, I worked eight hours. I'm fucking tired. I mean, it, again, that's self-awareness, though. Maybe that's just what it is. Like people just aren't self-aware. And that's what's annoying, too, is like. People who are just on their phones all the time while you're like, there are some people that I'll hang out with and they'll ask me a question and I'll respond. And then they go mid response texting on their phone. And I'm like, I'm, why did you I'm fucking, I'm why did you fucking you ask said, me a yeah. question? Just put your fucking phone down. But I feel like sometimes in the, in relationships, it's like that as well. where like the other person isn't really engaged in your conversation and they're just on the phone. I think also being aware of like, 
you know, someone, if you're like, how's your day? Actually mean it when you, you say. When you're act, when you're asking, do you actually care? Yeah. Yeah. Just like saying it because you know you should say it is still not helping the situation. Right. Like prepare yourself if you're saying, how is your day? To listen. To listen. And have like yeah. a rebuttal. If you don't want to know, yeah, don't ask. <laughs> how's your day? I'm going to go get the fucking beer out of this fridge <laughs> yeah, real quick. I don't give a shit. I think with you, I recognize that you were a supportive partner Number one, when you were like, start your own business, like you could do this, I'll do whatever it takes to work with you, like we'll build this down the road and we could move, yada, yada, yada. But like you were always interested in the people in my life and like what they were doing and things that I was doing with them, like family friend events. I'm just a nosy Work asshole. events, but like you were also engaged. Like I, I didn't feel like I ever had to drag you places. Like even if you were like, uh, do I want to go? Maybe not. This is maybe not how I would ideally like to spend my free time, but if it's important to you, it's important to me. Yeah, but I'm also like really excited and involved in it because I was interested to see where it would go. Like starting our own company. Well, that never knew anything about that. I was invested in that, you know, and like your friends and family and stuff like that. I don't know. That That's just me. I guess that's just like a personality trait of mine. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like if I, on the flip side, was not willing to go with you to family functions or like if I would go and then be miserable, like that's not really being a supportive partner. Oh, that's not fair either. You know, I'm, I'm doing all the things that you would like to do, but you're not really reciprocating that back to me. What is the word? Recipro reciprocating. And you weren't reciprocating that for me. That's unfair. <laughs> you guys probably won't get half of this, but I cut out <laughs> me trying to say that word like seven times. Reciprocating. Reciprocating. I don't think it, it means taking everything that your partner loves to do and making it something that you love to do. But I think by being supportive, it's you showing up and like with a happy face. You know what? We'll fucking fake it because you're you're a teammate. Well, that's what and I mean. And as a teammate, you got to step up and do shit you don't want to do and fucking act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I feel like we both know people who have dated friends or family of ours who were not I'm just thinking like of that. I Love You, Man, right now, the movie. And, oh, the guy. <laughs> and he goes to the engagement party at the Chinese restaurant. And he's like, yeah, I we're only here for like one drink and then we're leaving. <laughs> so going off of like traits that you should have for a healthy relationship as a supportive partner, uh, I have a fun fact. Fact, man. I, I here we go. I have the people. So per Vishnu Subarinium, he is a author and publisher of The Sacred Art of Letting Go. And Dr. Christina Hillett, doctor of philosophy, stated in an article that the number one characteristic of a healthy relationship is respect for one another. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I almost had it. John, those were a lot of big words. You almost made I it. Almost <laughs> Shit. You almost did it. Good job, John. See, this is being supportive. Is Keep going. I literally was the last word. Is respect for one another. Good job. So pretty much valuing one another. And I, I think that goes Do you have like hand. a fat tongue maybe? Oh, uh, you like know I got a fat tongue. <laughs> <laughs> valuing. Valuing. Yes. You know, and it's just like being conscious of one another and like what each person cares about. Shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm over this. <laughs> <laughs> You're just over talking I just now. ruined. Podcast over. I just fucking ruined my fact. That well, was so exciting. You ruined your podcast you. career too with your fat tongue. I mean, ultimately... 
I think everyone just wants someone who celebrates their successes, is a shoulder to lean on when you need them, and is a good listener, you know, like someone who is all around just there for them. Like I'm trying to listen to you right now, and I heard bits and pieces. You want someone who's always listening. I got it. That's all that matters, even though even though you don't it doesn't all sink in. What is it that someone has to hear things like nine times before they actually like or maybe it's you have to like do something nine times before you actually it becomes a habit? I don't know. I never heard that. No, you have to do something thirty thousand times to be an expert <laughs> or three thousand. I'm not talking times. about an expert. I'm talking about like to like you have to wake up at five AM ten times in a row in order for it to like become easier or become a habit okay sure i'm talking about like but like sometimes people have to hear things several times before it sinks in i believe that yeah so feel free to repeat yourself multiple times that's for why me. i do i feel like i'm constantly repeating myself to you i'm always reminding you of our schedule our wedding schedule you can never remember who oh you wrote it down for me now so that's yeah. good and john he has to write everything down and take pictures of it all everything that's fine. Do what works. Do what works for you. I literally use my calendar on my phone. And I'm like, make sure to walk Kobe today. Poop. Make sure to feed Kobe. Oh my gosh! But on the flip side, also ask your partner how you can be there for them as well, because you have to be realistic with your expectations about support. I want John to support me to go to Bali every week, but he won't do that. So like, I'm a little bit disappointed. But you know what? Maybe my expectations are too high. Where's my yacht, John? Way too high. I don't think so. Is that part of our five-year plan? It should be. We need to redo that. So Everyone we, should have a five-year plan. So we asked you guys on Instagram when you feel the most supported by your partner. And here are some of your responses. This was, some of them were like serious. And most of them were like around, about like chores and responsibilities around the house. But like this one actually made me LOL. When his paycheck hits the bank account, boom, support. <laughs> I was like, accurate. He's helped push me through my anxiety like a teammate rather than an obligation, which I like. Like, I respect that. Yeah, yeah. someone who makes it an a issue. Team. For, yeah, like it's, it's a team their issue. If it's a problem for you, it's a problem for them. That's such a good line. If you're my partner, it's like your issue is my issue. Yeah. You know, we need it. We do. We got to do things together. Right. Through and through, baby. Right. My husband and I always back each other in family issues, and I love that. I need you to support me more, Al. <laughs> Sometimes you I make it hard. You know what? I like that. You need to defend me more. You never take my side. When it's like your mom, your dad, and your and your Any sister. Any of your friends, anyone's giving me flack, you immediately are against me. No, but sometimes... <laughs> oh, yeah, John? <laughs> so, so, yeah, what she said. You're stupid. Sometimes what you say, though, is just like out of this world. And I'm like, I, I can't. Care. You, I, and I don't go against you. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm just going to let you fly. Oh, no. You, you chose to jump off this cliff. Strap in, baby. I'm going to let you fall. <laughs> <laughs> no, strap in, baby. You're coming with me. No. I'm jumping on no. this plane. I'm pushing your ass out with me. <laughs> Thank you. I say, I don't know this man. <laughs> <laughs> nay, nay. <laughs> This one guy wrote, when I have to get in the attic, it's scary. And she studies the ladder. <laughs> oh, you're, you're the one going in first. <laughs> yeah, I know. Rude. When he backs me up on a little white lie, I say just to get out of plans. I like that. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm there 100%. Yeah, yeah like n not condoning lying, but if it's, you know, a little skew on the truth just so that you don't have to stay out till 10 p.m., I'm for it. My husband's got the shits. That's so funny. I never had a problem just being like, no, I just don't want to come. I know. I was going to say, but that's usually what it is. It's like you're just honest. I think it's because I couldn't think of an excuse off the top of my head. I'm just like, ah, no, I'm good. <laughs> when they do the little things that they know make me so happy, I'm acts of service. Hey, oh, yeah. 
Ooh, I like this one. We support each other to achieve them. So I love that because I'm all about that. I'm always talking about our goals and like, okay, what do we, what's next? You should. And I think that you guys should set mutual goals together. And like, maybe that's another thing too. Like we have a five-year plan, but like sit down with one another. And that way you guys are both working towards goals together and you could be supportive towards one one another. You're rubbing off on me. One another. Oh God. Holy shit. Phrasing. I'm going to rub one off on you. Do it. You won't. I also think that puts you both on the same page, which Mm -hmm. is, which is a good thing. Well, I think in relationships, whether that be like business or friendships or really anything that you do, you should have a why, like, why are you guys doing what you're doing? And then every decision that you make goes back to that. Also, if that why why doesn't align, then uh, there you go right there. Yeah. Yeah. This guy goes when she's on the bottom. That is true support. Like you were act, she's actually supporting you. <laughs> she's supporting your weight. <laughs> yeah. When they help without being asked, they see something that needs to be done and do it. True. It's yep. like you don't want to constantly have to ask someone to do things. It should just be top of mind. You see the trash has to get taken out. <laughs> do it. When she lets me finish her margaritas at a Mexican restaurant. That, that's I, so I nice. can't relate because I will always finish my margarita. <laughs> also, I, I can't drink that sugary shit. However, I let you finish my food. So that's support. Sometimes. I'm making sure that you get big and swole thank you my meat big and ma- fat. my meat man when they encourage and show up for you when you don't feel like showing up for yourself yeah i think sometimes if you are in like not a great headspace you do rely on your partner or your partner should be the one to lift you up like if you're not in a great spot like or if you're just having a bad day your partner should be someone that you could count on to you know make, put you in better spirits i'm behind you picking on those pieces baby <laughs> Sweeping those pieces back together. Wow, thank you. So nice. Okay, stop making that face. <laughs> you like it? No. Oh, this was one that I though that I liked. Agrees to the non-healthy meals that sporadically happen, aka Taco Bell this past Tuesday. Like when you're having a cheat meal, you best believe that like meal. <laughs> meal. What was that? Like if I'm having a cheat meal, I know you how do you say meal? Meal. Meal. I get that. It, it goes with what we said last week. Like if you're having a rest day, then like I need to have a rest yeah. day too. Or that's bullshit. That's called support. Um, We're supporting each other being lazy. Yeah. But I think that's uh, that's it. Most most of the responses, again, were like based off of responsibilities, which are huge, especially if you have kids. We always talk about that. Again, we don't have kids, but I feel like once you add kids into the mix, it's like your time is just spread even thinner. I, yeah, I just like have so much respect to parents. Like, how do you have any time to do I don't anything know. ever? I, yeah, I don't know. So, John, um, we're not going to skip to the Give It To Me Straight segment because I know that would we have, you would rather. you rather. Okay. Do you have a question? I know. I want to go second. I feel like this would apply more to a female, but let's see. Would you rather go a year with no eyelashes or go a year with no eyebrows? No eyelashes. A hundred percent. Why? I have thick eyelashes. They're always in my eyeballs all the time. I'm always plucking yeah, eyelashes out of my... I guess I guess this should be a question for the ladies because like I would choose a year without eyebrows. But these bug eyes, look at my eyes. Look how big they are. They would look even bigger then if you didn't have eyelashes. But I'm saying there's just a big radius for the eyelashes to fall into. Well, you could just crimp them up. No. Okay. Let me ask you another one. No, that's fine. No. Okay, for the rest of your life, would you rather poop in the only toilet knowing that you'll clog it or poop in the bushes in the backyard for the rest of your life, no no matter where you are? Poop in the bushes in the backyard. But like, what if you're out like at a restaurant 
or at a wedding. Oh, so you're saying like, I'm going to have to drive back and shit in my, I, I can only shit in my backyard bush. No, like you, like in any bushes, in any bushes. Do people know I'm doing it? I mean, maybe. Yeah, it's like just how it is here. Like you oh, either God, clog all the toilets <laughs> or you have to poop in public in bushes. All right, I guess clog the toilet because then I'll just like pump it out. That's true. So every time I shit, I have to plunge it. Uh-huh. That's like, what fine. If, but like what some bathrooms don't have plungers. And then I just open the door, raise my arms up and be like, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Good luck in there. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Godspeed. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just start crying. God, it was so awful. I'm so sorry. Oh, shit. No one would Literally invite shit. no one would invite you anywhere. That's so funny because you can't have John. He's gonna clog up the toilet. <laughs> Ruin my pipes. Not only did I take the paint off the walls, <laughs> but I also clogged the toilet. <laughs> no one would like you. That's kind of funny because my would you rather involves that also. Boop. Are you ready? I need your full attention for this. My buddy Phil sent this to me. Would you rather Wait. Pause. Someone send me a would you rather. I haven't gotten... Nobody cares about you. You have every other section. This is my section. What do you mean I have every other section? Any Everything else is for you. No, it's this not. This is the it's, only... The main reason I do this podcast... John, I'm feeling very unsupported right now because <laughs> they are all segments that include both of us. Except this would you rather. This is really just I'm you. I'm doing this podcast to support you. No. Are you, and two, do you want to die? The would you rather is my section. This is the main reason I do the podcast. I get so excited. Everyone for this. is welcome to John's funeral. Would you rather shart every time you sneeze or come every time you cough? Definitely come every time I cough. Cause like I like women don't splurge how men do, and like I <laughs> and I feel like you could be way more discreet about coming in your pants. Like my than, my my come would be like. <laughs> So you would just see my face. It'd be like a little grimace in one tear. Like, oh, one tear. People would be like, I don't know if John just clogged the toilet or if he's crying. Because if I sharded my pants, I can't get that out well, of my and box that, of And briefs. that's what I mean. Like that's going to smell. And like every time you sneeze. See, it would be terrible for you because right. you have such bad allergies. Right. Yeah. I would 100% rather come every time I cough. Okay. Fair enough. What about like when you clear your throat? Is it like a little? And plus I would like probably cough all the time. You, it would, that would, On purpose. That would probably work in your favor because you would have way less work to do. But yeah, that's that's uh, my answer. All right, fair what enough. about you? I mean, would you mine's, say that? Mine's come because I can yeah. at least clean it up. But if I shart from this butt, oh dude, those <laughs> those boxer briefs and those shorts are gone. God, Trash can. You would go through so and many And everyone would know. Yeah. It's just sewage. You would still... You would also not get invited to any parties. That's also true. So either true. way, <laughs> with both so would you rather. So now instead you just see like me making like a weird sad face every time. John doesn't get invited to any parties. All right, John. So after that horribly disgusting would you rather segment, we are going to jump into Give It To Me Straight where we answer all of your burning questions. If you guys have any questions, please write in at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. Okay, so question number one. This wasn't necessarily a question that was sent to our email, but someone DM'd us and asked about 
our thoughts on introducing a guy to your kid. So she is dating someone new and just would like advice on doing that. Her hesitation is not wanting to freak the guy out. So interesting enough, I've been in that situation. It was the girl I was hanging out with literally right before you. She had a little boy. I think there was more on me though. I think towards the end, we were like contemplating it, being introduced to her But son. it didn't freak you out though. Like you knew from the beginning that she had a kid. Well, initially it was kind of just like a fling between the two of us. And I think it was starting to get a little more serious. And then I had to make a choice whether to commit to this or like us kind of like move on. Because I was also being aware and conscious of her kid. You know, you I don't want to be, I wouldn't want her to introduce someone that's not going to actually be there. Right, you know? right. Unless this was going to be official and I was going to commit to this, I, I couldn't do that to a child. Right. Well, and I think that's what it is. It's setting the expectations with him as well and letting him know like because i'm sure he if knows we're doing this like yeah i'm sure he knows that you have a son but i would say like if i'm going to introduce you to my son like this isn't this isn't a, a joke you know like i'm doing it with the expectation that we are going to you know there's no also, rush if you break like, my heart you're also going to break yeah, the child's heart yeah. too and you don't want to do that but i think again if he if he knows about your son like there should and there should be no reason that it would freak him out as an adult. Like it depends on what he wants. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Like it, what is the that is what the preconceived notion that you guys have already had that conversation. He knows you have a kid, and did she say anything like what the relationship status is right now? No, no, no. She just like wanted thoughts on introducing. Yeah. If you guys are serious and you and you have had that convo and he's like committed to it and like wants to be with you and like take the next step, then yeah, I don't see the problem. Yeah. But like if you're still kind of in the gray area of what's going on like you guys didn't really progress far enough in your relationship yet to where you would introduce your kid definitely a conversation that has to be had but again i don't think that it should it should or would freak him out if he was you know if you guys were on the same page about it yeah no i, I agree with that what would be if like you were to meet like if, if i had a kid before you met me and like you had decided you want to be with me you're ready to meet my kid what would be like an easy introduction for you to meet my son or daughter probably like whatever is the most comfortable environment for the child you know right like is it at the park you're going to the park it, or a yeah. playground or something you know he's kind of he or she's like preoccupied by the playground and you kind of just right dive in there like oh the monkey bars it's hard it's hard for us <laughs> also because like again we don't have kids but i would envision it being something active or like where you can interact together or like an ice cream or something <laughs> yeah like right like it's either a treat or like they're playing or doing something right yeah. and like a short introduction it doesn't have to be like a whole weekend long thing but you know just a little activity i but. would stagger it definitely like a little bit here and there like at a yeah. time yeah but cute congrats i hope that it goes uh, yeah over i hope well. everything works out and for question number two i have been with my boyfriend for over a year but i still get jealous when he talks about his past relationships how can i get out of my own head and focus on what we have why is he talking about his past relationships I mean, is he referencing something? Oh, this reminds me of the time that Allison and I were at the maybe. zoo. And like, maybe that's what it means. Because I can't imagine that he would just be like, oh, when I... But you know. if he's referencing stuff like that, that's looking in the past, that's like a bad, that's a bad sign. Well, I mean, because like you and I have like just talking about certain topics, like we've referenced our past relationships. I feel like it's just natural that it comes up. So I think it's like how recognize in the way that he's referencing it or bringing it well, up. Well, how is it making him feel when he brings it up? Is it nostalgic in a way where he misses that? Or like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, how is he like try to recognize like in what way he's speaking about his past relationships. But 
I think even communicating that to him though and just saying like, hey, this doesn't really make me feel super like comfortable or confident when you reference your past partnership with so-and-so, like could could you not? Maybe just like talk to your friends about it. Or like what, if he's or, like, referencing why? it for a reason, like other than being nostalgic, then I understand that. But like insert foot and mouth, bro. I would not be. Br- That's such like a. Are you trying to get in a fight? Maybe. Are you trying Maybe. to stir the pot? Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. Again, I think it just comes down to communicating how it makes you feel. Basic dating skills one hundred and one, like how to avoid getting in an argument. Don't bring Especially up especially in like year one. I feel like. You don't like unless you're talking about a way that the relationship negatively affected you or like, I don't know. I just feel like there's no like until you are like in a solidified relationship. Yeah. Like you said, year one, you're still feeling each other out. It's but also like I'm not bringing up exes talking about the amazing times that I had with them. You know, like I'm not reminiscing on memories that like were good. (laughs) Yeah. That's like if I was like, hey, Al, I want to go skydiving. And you were like, oh, yeah. Uh, my ex and I went skydiving and like this traumatic event happened. Like you're telling me something, but if you were like, Oh yeah, my ex, my ex and I went on this romantic skydiving trip and he like gave me a rose midair. Yeah. Like just again, it's in the way that they're discussing their past relationships. I think that like you have to figure out, is this just a story or is this like him trying to bring it up in like a romantic type of way? I don't know. I again either way communicate how you're feeling communication good I want to get one in there either way I hope that this was helpful in some way or another (laughs) yes but I think that's all that we have for you guys today we will see you next week if you have any questions please write in at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com you can find us on give it to me straight podcast on Instagram and you could go to our website at give it to me straight podcast.com all right We will see you guys next week. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.